Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Drs. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler show you what it takes to become a top 10% performer in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. I'm Dr. Riley Nadler. We have my co-host, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, on the line. And Kathy and I are your leadership development coaches. Between Kathy and I, we have helped thousands of leaders and executives to perform in the top 10%. We always have great guests, and today we're going to have Jamie Wolf. And Jamie has over 20 years of experience consulting to business leaders, uh, Jamie helps pa- parents apply business best practices to enjoy more success at home and at work. And she is the author of Mom in Chief, How Wisdom from the Workplace Can Save Your Family from Chaos. So uh, Kathy and I are both parents, and I'm sure many of our listeners are parents, and this is going to be very, very interesting. And you know that Kathy and I want to bring you the best uh, in current leadership topics, interviews with proven leaders, and provide evidence-based best practices to help you develop more leaders in your organization. And Kathy, welcome to the call. Thanks, Riley. I am delighted uh, to have our our expert on how to take leadership at work and apply it at home today with us, Jamie Wolf. And we're going to be bringing her on in a minute. But before we do, uh, for our audience who um, is just tuning in, and for those who are regular listeners, you know that leaders are really the heartbeat of any organization, but most leaders really underestimate just how much influence they have both on others around them and those that they touch through many means, whether it's technology or in writing. But a lot of our leaders really underestimate the drama and the thermostat that they can control in their companies, and we know in today's emotionally Um, I want to say rot environment, that we are seeing more and more degradation of performance. And it's so important that we lift the spirits of those around us. And in every show, we try to help your organization and you as a leader through the many, many things that we can share in each and every show. And we like to talk to you about how to develop more leaders in your organization, as well as what happy companies know. Uh, something about emotional intelligence and positive psychology strategies, which, of course, is really sweet spot. We love to talk about any kind of brain and neuroscience findings, which we can, if you will, synthesize down to usable bits and bytes. Certainly generation and gender differences, which, as we know, are more important to performance um, more and more. And, of course, work-life balance practices, which is what we're going to talk about today, including strategies for managing yourself and your boss. So, Relly, um, before we get started, maybe you can share with our, our audience a little bit about some of the statistics and science behind leadership. But before you do, Jamie, would, would you just say hello to the, to the audience so we know that you're there? Hi, glad to be here. Yay, good. Sometimes uh, we um, often get disconnected from our, our guests, and it's great to have you with us today, so stay tuned. And, Relly, I'm going to turn this over to you to okay. talk a little bit about the science of leadership. Sure. Thanks, Kathy. And so before we bring uh, Jamie on, uh, Kathy, I always like to give you a little bit of the evidence. So leadership development news, we talk about leaders and what leaders can do to improve. And the reason we talk so much about leaders, leaders have been proven to have 50 to 70% influence over the climate of their team. 
And as Kathy said, emotions are contagious, and we believe that leaders are the emotional thermostat. So they're the ones that really set the temperature for the team. And one of the keys uh, of being a star performer is somebody that we define who performs in the top 10%. It really is a, a tipping point, this top 10%. If you can get somebody into the top 10%, they are twice as uh, productive to the revenue as managers in the 11th through the 89th percentile. So we hope that you can take some of these tips, and especially on some of your B players, how do you make them A players? We also know that as a leader moves up the corporate ladder, about uh, 85% of the competencies that allows them to move up are in this realm of emotional intelligence that covers positive psychology, covers uh, a variety of aspects that we're going to talk about today. How do you manage yourself? And especially when you look at emotional intelligence, when compared to how smart you are or technical expertise, emotional intelligence usually takes that top seat as having the most influence. Kathy and I are, are certified coaches, and we know that Coaching is really important in organizations, as is training. If you have training alone without coaching, typically there's about a 22% increase in productivity. But if you add coaching to that, uh, studies have shown that you'll get about an 88% bump in productivity. And so we hope on all these shows that you can get a few of what we would call these micro-initiatives, small things that you can do differently to bring about some macro-impacts. If you're interested in more information from Dr. Kathy Greenberg, her website is www.h2cleadership.com. She has an abundance of happiness books. Also, there you can see some of her tools, speaking keynotes, leadership, and coaching services. If you're interested in me, Dr. Raleigh Nadler, my website is www.truenorthleadership. And there, there are some free emotional intelligence assessments, some books, tools, speaking keynotes, and leadership and coaching boot camps. So before we uh, introduce Jamie, Kathy, maybe you can tell us a little bit more about her. Just I only gave a brief background, so over to you. That's terrific, Riley. I appreciate it. I'm very excited to have Jamie Wolf on the show with us today, as you can tell by the, uh, the tone of my voice. And it's because about a year ago, uh, I was introduced to Jamie uh, just as the Obamas entered the White House. And it was very exciting to know that another leadership guru like Jamie, was out there trying to help leaders establish not only their best personal profile in the workplace, but use it on the home front as well. Jamie Wolf has over 20 years of experience consulting to business leaders. Based on her work inside of dozens of public, nonprofit, and private organizations, Jamie helps parents apply business best practices to enjoy more success at home and at work. She founded the Parent Leader to help mothers and fathers gain the self-awareness and leadership skills to transform their daily parenting challenges into desired results. And she also co-founded Pinehurst Consulting, an organizational development and training consulting firm. She is the author of Mom and Chief, How Wisdom from the Workplace Can Save Your Family from Chaos. And we are so excited to have Jamie Wolf on the show with us today. She enjoys a lovely and happy, fulfilling life in Oakland, California, with her husband and two daughters. Welcome to the show, Jamie. Thank you, Kathy. Nice to be here. Jamie, we're going to start off. We always like to ask our folks, who's, who's been the most influential people or thinkers in your life or your career that have really shaped your thinking about work? 
You know, you mentioned emotional intelligence several times, and I, too, am so inspired by all of the work that Daniel Goleman has done, and I think there are countless studies that point to the correlation between self-awareness and leadership effectiveness, and I think that applies to parents as well. So that's certainly been um, an influence for me. And then in terms of the book and um, uh, a really strong influence was Jim Cousis and Tom Peters. Um, I worked for the Tom Peters group for a short stint and just became completely enamored of their um, the way that they have um, taken transfer- transformational leadership concepts, uh, the, the kind of leadership that brings out the best in others. And to me, that's why I got into this field, is to really um, find people where they spend most of their time in the workplace and um, help leaders to bring out the best in others and bring out the best in themselves. So that's certainly been a, a very big influence. Jamie, one of the um, one of the things that I'm very interested in, obviously, and I hope our listeners are too, is how you started a company focused on helping parents use their business and leadership skills at home. You know, Kathy, like you had said, I had been working just in the business world for two decades, and then had my first child, and. You know, there are a few a few reasons that I decided to start this company and and to write the book. And one is that, for me, bringing leadership skills to parenting not only made perfect sense, but um, you know, it's a survival strategy. When I feel completely at my wits' end at home, I remember that there are leadership strategies that um, I can use at home and at work that really help me to um, elevate my thinking, become more purposeful. And, you know, I was also so frustrated with the way media depicts um, mothers, um, depicting mothers parenting as menial, as not work at all. And I really believe that parents demonstrate acts of leadership every day. And I think third, you know, this is the job that we say matters the most, and yet we spend more time and energy uh, honing our, our work skills. We get coaching, we get training, we read leadership books. But I didn't see a lot out there that really focused on the connection of leadership and parenting and acknowledged that this, if this truly is a job that matters the most, why not, without the guilt, but why not really focus in on how to um, hone our skills and be the best parent we can be? Well, Jamie, this, this certainly resonates with me. I, I have a uh, almost 13-year-old and an almost 16-year-old, so... My wife and I are right in the midst of all this. So you need all the skills you can get yeah, exactly. to adolescence. <laughs> you know, and often when I'm doing coaching uh, with folks around management, I always have that little voice saying, oh, I should do that more with my son, whether it's around accountability or, or talking about the impacts of something. So, so I'm really excited, uh, you know, to hear about what, what you have. And um, maybe you can just tell us briefly, and we'll, we're going to go to a break shortly, but just what are a couple of things that have inspired you to, to write this book? You know, I think like you, I had countless clients, even before I had kids, telling me that the strategies, the skills that they were learning and applying at work were helping equally at home with their kids. So that that really inspired me, even before I had kids, to, to make that connection. And, you know, I just saw over and over that the, the skills that really um, bring out the best in adults 
uh, can be translated to bring out the best in kids, whether it be, you know, listening, conflict resolution, um, knowing ourselves so that we can catch ourselves when our leadership is running amok, um, is backfiring, and kind of bring it back to a more effective place. One of the things that I would love for you to talk a little bit about is your background in leadership development and what you have been doing uh, actually prior to the book and then what you have been doing since the book because I think um, there's so many things that we can apply to our personal life from the work world and, and vice versa and I think you've made that connection nicely in your own experience. Why don't, why don't we come back because we're going to need to go to a break okay. and then uh, so we can give you more time and this is uh, Leadership Development News and we'll be right back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Technology is changing the way we live our lives and how we do business. On CIO Talk Radio, we talk about the benefits of technology and the great things it allows us to do, as well as its risks. Heard every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, Sunjo Gall interviews business leaders and other experts that are shaping the way we use technology. To learn more about this show, visit www.ciotalkradio.com. Keep up with the changing world of technology and listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjo Gall. Listen in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, right here on Voice America Business. Listen for the American Advisor with Joe Battaglia twice every week. This is a live call-in talk show where Joe discusses the economic and political events that affect your investments. Joe's macro market calls have helped thousands of investors pave their way to a more secure financial future. As a bonus, everyone who calls into the program will receive a 1964 Silver Kennedy half-dollar coin that's been graded uncirculated. The American Advisor is heard every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel and every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Drs. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions that you're just dying to ask, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're talking with Jamie Wolf. 
And before the break, Jamie, we were um, talking about um, some of your background and some of the things before you, you maybe wrote Mom and Chief that uh, allowed you to take some of the insights from the business world and, and tie it into parenting. Yeah, you know, um, one of the areas that I focus on in business is on fostering accountability. And Mark Samuel is a consultant that I've admired for a long time and, and um, borrowed heavily from his work that really uh, helps helps business leaders to shift from a kind of victim attitude where you're um, stuck in excuses and you've got a, a work culture where people are pointing fingers and blaming and rationalizing their mistakes rather than a more accountable stance, which is around seeing what role we play, learning from our mistakes, continually growing, um, even um, forgiveness being something that I talk about in the workplace, letting go of those conflicts Mm. that keep us stuck, and ultimately focusing on our big-picture goals and and connecting our actions every day to those big-picture goals. So that's um, something that I think is really pertinent to uh, parenting, is that if we don't look at ourselves, look at the role that we're playing in our kids' lives, with, which can be daunting and, and almost too profound at times, um, but to, con- to continually focus on what are we trying to, to do here? Are we trying to raise kids that are compassionate, that um, are responsible, are confident? And if we remember those big-picture goals, I think we can rise above kind of the niggling details that um, can keep us exhausted and not as purposeful and instead um, bring our actions, bring our everyday behaviors more in line with those big-picture goals. When you were um, thinking about becoming um, a parent, uh, I'm curious how you started to think about your own leadership style and how you would apply it um, if you will, to your to your personal life, yeah, and um, and kind of what what helped steer you in that direction. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things that I've been doing in the workplace is assessment, so that people gain self awareness. And I know um, myself to be what I call a connector in the book, Mom and Chief. I have three mom modes, and one is connector, which is really about um, nurturing and building relationships. The second is achiever, which is about setting stretch goals and continually kind of um, guiding people to reach higher. And um, then the liberator, which is more around stepping back and allowing the full, um, unique individual to emerge. And so me being a connector, I was great at building connection, um, building relationships, trusting relationships as a manager and as a leadership coach. But where that can run amok for me and others is in then being over-accommodating, perhaps over-involved, over-emotional. And that was a big aha for me when I became a parent because I thought, okay, now as a parent, you know, in this emotional landmine of parenting, um, this is really getting in my way, that I'm, uh, my strength is being undermined by the um, emotion of the job. And so I started to um, really... Um, figure out strategies to get back on track when my strength, being a connector, was backfiring. So that's, that's really interesting. I, I, I would also uh, resonate with being a connector, and I know in my family, 
when things get more emotional, part, my first place is thinking, oh, why do we need to do this? You know, let's kind of all be happy and stuff. And it is interesting from the accountability. This just happened last night, how both my kids want me to, to discipline the other one and be um, consistent, not necessarily with themselves, but with the other one. So one's a boy and one's a girl. But they demand consistency for their other sibling, not themselves. Yeah, I have that same problem in my uh, my house, and you know I think it's um, it's so difficult to hold firm on discipline. I think as connectors, because we want to just sometimes smooth things over, mm-hmm. make everyone happy, and yet if we're thinking about those higher order goals, we really want to um, you know teach the lessons behind the discipline. It's not just discipline for discipline's sake. It's holding firm to chores because we're fostering responsibility, for example. Jamie, I'm, I just would love you to talk a little bit more about the connector and the achiever mm-hmm. and, and some of the other descriptions of the leadership styles that you talk about in the book. Yeah, well, I really tried to make it um, easily accessible for parents. I don't think any of us have the time or the energy to climb um, a steep learning curve. And so what made immediate sense as I started to talk to mothers and fathers about their experiences is that um, leadership styles tended to fall in three camps. So one was, as I said, the connector, which is all around, you know, nurturing and that emo- really these people who um, – don't have to think a lot in order to pick up on the social cues, pick up on the on the moods, on um, the emotional tenor in the house. And I think, um, Relly, you said something in opening that um, that leaders set the temperature mm-hmm. for um, for the, perhaps their work environments. And I think you know the same is true for parents for sure is that we're setting the temperature. And to do that, we have to also continually take the temperature of our family members. And so connectors are just um, highly skilled, highly attuned to this. Um, And then the achievers, um, these are the parents who I interviewed who really want to have their kids enriched and learning. And, you know, if they're to choose between having fun and being on the recreational soccer team or stretching and growing their skills and learning lessons and being challenged, they're going to have their kids on the competitive team. So they tend to um, really um, guide their children to, to stretch themselves. And where, of course, that can run amok is that um, we might, as achievers, impose our own agendas on our kids or um, get a little too connected with our egos and our kids' uh, uh, accomplishments. And then the, the liberator, I, I really um, got a sense of the liberator when I was coaching uh, a number of high-level executives and their employees were saying that they were intimidating or that they were remote. And I think where the liberator has great strength is that they give enough room for people to work independently and to kind of uh, come into their own selves. Um, But where it can run amok is that they can um, not pick up on cues where um, a child or an employee really needs guidance, needs support, needs that scaffolding, um, and can tend to um, be too remote, too hands-off. So that liberator then is stepping back, but they need to learn the times to step up and and give what's needed and then step back. And I think one of the hardest things for parents is knowing when to step in and when to Mm -hmm. step step back. That that is a very interesting point because as parents, uh, many of us are drivers 
And in fact, um, as you know, Jamie, we've had this conversation in the past. Parenting has, and, and Riley, I'm sure you get it, having two kids, you know, parenting has become a competitive sport. Uh, much like uh, being in the workplace has become highly competitive for expert, uh, if you will, kind of roles and, and strengths. So your work, um, by what I can see, focuses on building on business and leadership traits and strengths. Um, so I'm a little bit um, curious about what you might be able to share with our audience about this kind of mysterious connection between leadership success and success in your family. Yeah, you know, I think it's just so evident that success at home and work are related, that the best leaders in the workplace or in their parenting lives inspire people to step up and do their best, and they're able to focus on the big picture, which I've talked about, and in the heat of the moment to even be able to lift themselves out of that um, pressure and remember what you're ultimately striving to do, whether it's raising a responsible, self-sufficient child. Um, so we're always driving for those big goals. Um, or in the business world, you know, providing a good product or service that their customers most need and want. And then um, I think three other skills come to mind that I talk a lot about in the book. Um, empowering, knowing when to step in, when to step back, um, allowing especially kids to struggle, to make mistakes, because so much of our learning comes from those struggles. And I think as parents, we tend to uh, step in and rescue too soon. We don't want our kids to feel any pain, to feel any uh, struggle. And so we do it for them when they really are perfectly capable of doing it themselves. And that's where the confidence building comes in. And then um, two other areas of skill uh, connection, which I've talked about, that ability to really build trusting relationships. Um, and I think really in, in dealing with teenagers, I talk to so many parents who have lost that trust of their kids. They're buying into these stereotypes about teenagers being reckless, being, being irresponsible. And what they do is they lose that connection. And, and the kids realize that the parents have lost trust in them. And, and so that I see as a real area for growth mm. for parents. And then last, setting an example, you know, figuring out not just how to, you know, lecture about our values and what's important in life, but to really set an example with our, with our actions. Well, so, you know, this hits home uh, so well, and I'm, I'm very intrigued to get a hold of your book for, for myself and, uh, and for my wife. But that self-awareness, I think that is so important as a parent, as a leader, probably we have more practice as a parent. And I just know uh, the other night I was helping my daughter with math. It was late, and anything I wanted to tell her, you know, she wanted help, but then she didn't want help because anything I told her was wrong. Right. Not the way they explained it in school. And it was really a discipline for me of self-management to take some deep breaths, talk really calm, and, and then but point out, I know you're frustrated. I know this is really hard for you. It's late at night. Uh, and you're giving me mixed messages, and then how she was talking was not being respectful. So I think that process part that we try to teach our leaders, you know, about, yes, there's a content piece, but you can also speak about the process. I find that home, there's more, there's more of that practice than I ever want. Wow, it seems like that. you handled that situation so well. I wish I could say the same. I'd probably just, you know, put my head in my hands and storm out, <laughs> storm out of the room. <laughs> Jamie, you know, it, as, as Riley's talking about, um, the behavior of leadership 
at, at home and in the workplace. The other thing that strikes me is Barrett Avigdor, who's co-author on our new book, um, What Happy Working Mothers Know, says that in order for us to uh, demonstrate and model happiness, we have to role model that for our children mm. uh, because they're not going to learn it from other people. They have to learn it from us. You know, what does a happy adult look like? Mm-hmm. I'm curious, given Relly's example about, you know, leadership process and how you teach someone um, solution, um, you know, kind of sets to, to existing issues when they're obviously, you know, thinking our process might not be right for them. Mm-hmm. Then we, we talk about, you know, how to role model happiness. Um, we're going to go to a quick break, but I'd like you to think about that. You know, how, what's the best way for, for a parent to do that both in the workplace and at home? Because those are two big responsibilities that we have in developing leaders of the future. So this is Leadership Development News. We're talking to Jamie Wolf, and we'll be right back after this break. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50 to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Dr. Greenberg, co-author of What Happy Companies Know and What Happy Women Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the happiness equals profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical training for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy herself is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group training, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch her at the Governor's Conference for Women Nationally and as spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America throughout 2009 for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results. To learn more about adding Kathy and Happy Company's healthy people to your team, visit Kathy at h2cleadership.com. That's h2cleadership.com. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Ready to find out what you are all about? You might not know the truth about yourself. Dr. Yates J. Knight is here to put America back on the greatness track, one person at a time. You'll learn what's holding you back and how to deal with yourself. Dr. Knight has years of experience with military service, education, management, business turnaround, and mind-body power. Now have him assist you. Tune into The Greater Mind, Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time, on 7th Wave Network. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. 
Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50 to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Dr. Greenberg, co-author of What Happy Companies Know and What Happy Women Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the happiness equals profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical training for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy herself is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group training, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch her at the Governor's Conference for Women Nationally and as spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America throughout 2009 for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results. To learn more about adding Kathy and Happy Company's healthy people to your team, visit Kathy at h2cleadership.com. That's h2cleadership.com. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. You're listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Drs. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions that you're just dying to ask, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're talking with Jamie Wolf, the author of Mom and Chief, some very insightful information about what it's like to uh, be a leader at work and also to be a leader at home. So, um, Jamie, why don't you pick it up with Kathy's question just before we went to the break? Yeah, I think it's such an interesting question, this whole happiness. Um, you know, how do we model happiness? How do we teach our kids to be happy, you know, which is ultimately our, our goal? Um, but I think authenticity comes into play here, is that we're not always going to be happy. And what's really important is to show that we're able to face challenge and respond in a way that's not um, entitled or victim-y, but instead, you know, responding in a way that shows that we're learning, that we're growing. Um, and, uh, you know, I think in these times it's important to not lay on, um, on parents who already feel guilty that we have to be happy all the time and for kids to see that, you know, we're going to be impatient, we're going to feel angry, so that when they get out into the world, they're not like a house of cards and just, you know, falling uh, apart when they um, see the first sign of adversity. Um, so it's, to me, conflict can be healthy. So I just want to kind of put that out there. Um, but I also think that too many parents talk about their work um, as drudgery, and we need to be careful about that. And we need to pursue our dreams with happiness and pursue meaningful goals that don't involve parenting. And I had so many questions um, about, you know, how did you write this book and hold down a full-time consulting practice? And when I said, you know, I told my kids that I was going to be working weekends for about six months, they said, oh, didn't you feel guilty? And I have to say that it it was so joyful, the creative process, writing this book, not all the time, but um, certainly some of the time. And to model for my kids what it looks like to pursue a dream of mine, which was to write this book, Mm. to me they learned so many lessons about 
persistence and about, um, you know, effort being equated with success, not some innate writing ability. You know, you don't just kind of spin out a book, but it really required a great deal of effort to ultimately have success in writing a book and getting a book published. They are so proud, and they talk about it to their friends, and they see the book in bookstores, and it's just, it's been, there's been so many lessons that I didn't anticipate Mm. that actually do have to do with my kids and not just my personal goal, but I, I do think that um, modeling, pursuing our own goals rather than putting our lives on hold because our kid, our kids are growing up, um, is really a, a potent message. I I just love that story, Jamie. And and um, you know, we do a, a webinar series every month now for women in cable telecommunications, and it's a free webinar. And we're going to be talking about guilt this week, and that is such a fabulous story because you know, really, instead of people teaching their children the I want to I call it the insidious fear of guilt. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, we we can tell them, hey, I'm going to enjoy doing this. I know it's going to take some time away from you, but I love doing this, kids. And if you let me do what I love, I'm going to come back and do things with you that you love, and that makes all of us a better family. Don't you think that that's a powerful statement to make? That's exactly it. You got it. Well, and I think uh, Kathy just talking about guilt. I've always heard that. That guilt isn't emotion, but it's a predicament between one thing or another. Yes. And, and and Jamie, you know, so in this predicament, you're choosing to write the book, which I think our our kids always are in a predicament. You know that they can't necessarily always do both, but it's kind of prioritizing. You know, and so in that situation, you chose the book, but I'm sure, like Kathy's saying, there's times that you're choosing the other side of the of the guilt predicament. Right. Well, I I just love the whole philosophy that we're trying to share with our audience, which is if we share the enthusiasm we have for what we do at work and at home, no matter what it is, that our kids and our employees will pick up on the fact that if it's good for us and our teams, whether it's our family or our team at work, then we shouldn't have any of that negative energy floating around us because in the long run it's better for for all of us because it's going to we're going to float off of that positivity once we've done it and um, let the negative side of the equation that guilt often creates for us float away Uh, just let me get to the programs that you do jamie because i'd love to know and i'm sure our audience would love to know how you've created a consulting practice around this so now you create a new program which you deliver as part of this practice what, what do most attendees get from this experience, and how does somebody um, get to, to learn more about your programs? Where do they go to find them? Okay, well, let me address that question first. Um, the website is Mom in Chief, and there's also a website, theparentleader.com, momandchief.com, theparentleader.com. And um, I send out a newsletter, an electronic newsletter, that you can subscribe to by going to either of those websites. And I also have a blog about um, leadership and parenting on Huffington Post and Working Mother Magazine. Um, now, in terms of the programs, I've been doing a lot around resilience um, because I think these are hard times, and resilience is important to foster both in the workplace and at home, that whole notion of um, knowing when to step in and provide guidance and when to um, step back, how much information to provide um, about bad news, um, how to support people. Uh, through their emotional distress. Uh, I also have been doing a lot of work recently um, that's more intensive 
parent coaching, um, and um, I'm developing with a colleague uh, some really elegant tools around uh, self-assessment and what our derailers are, how, how our leadership runs amok. And there are um, uh, a myriad ways that um, we get into stress, and that happens every day, I think, as a parent, and where we go with that stress. Do we get moody? Do we get aloof? Do we, um, you know, get arrogant and, and um, kind of uh, become uh, unable to see our weaknesses so that we can correct them? And... Um, and then the other thing that I've been talking a lot about is simply transformational leadership. How do we as leaders bring out the best in others? And um, that might be our employees, might be our colleagues, might be our kids. So that's, uh, Jamie, a lot of information. Let me just repeat some of that so if people have. So it's the website, theparentleader.com, and the other is momandchief.com, where they can get some of this information on a blog and sounds like other resources you have there. Right. So tell us, you know, uh, about maybe some of the basic things that we can think about doing that uh, help us harness some of these best leadership qualities at home. So what are now, some of the things that you may have seen that, you know, that, mm-hmm. that people can immediately apply? It's interesting because it's, uh, you know, none of this is rocket science, as we know, and mm-hmm. some of it is obvious, um, but we forget it so easily. And so the practice of... Um, staying purposeful and to stay purposeful uh, a lot of parents have told me after the workshop they have written on a piece of paper or on their computer screen what are their big picture goals for the next two weeks and so again it allows them to stay elevated to stay um, out of the uh, relentless demands that might be, you know, fixing lunches, drawing a bath, getting the homework done, and instead, um, I think, um, brings out the motivation in us um, and the joy and the satisfaction because we're linking our actions to bigger rewards like raising happy children, raising compassionate children. And I think the other, this is really an interesting one um, that so many parents have told me about later is that they forget about listening. And to me, hmm. leadership and listening, um, I, I, and I'm sure you see countless leaders who tr- don't truly know how to listen and how can we bring out the best in others if we don't show that curiosity, if we don't refrain from inserting our own egos and our own way of doing things and we just stop and listen. And I think your example really about the homework, what you did is you really reflected back to your child um, what you were hearing, the mixed messages. And I think that's how we show good listening, is that we're not just reacting, but we're tr- truly taking cues, whether it be, um, you know, um, rude behavior, whether it be great ideas that our kids bring to us or our employees. Um, that practice of listening, um, I think, is um, a-, a skill that we all need to continually develop I also think empathy is something that people take away, is being able to not lead from what we think is right, but what is best for our kids. And that is a different thing sometimes, and it's pretty profound when we can make that shift and realize, like I had this example when my um, 14-year-old came back from a trip that she took with her school to Mexico. And I, you know, she's gone for a week, first time in a foreign country without us, and when she came back, I, I heard myself interrogating her. And I could see that she was, you know, getting more and more, you know, her body was just moving away 
from this interrogating mother who, you know, had to know every detail of her experience. And she wasn't ready to talk. She was tired. And so what I had to do is shift in the moment and realize she doesn't need my interrogation right now. She just needs to kind of sit with me and have some silence, kind of shift back from her long trip. So having that self-awareness, being able to put our, ourselves in our child's place, um, lifting above the niggling details to focus on the bigger goals, and um, I think that allows us to really stay connected to what really matters. I think that's so meaningful, and it's so important for us to know how our children are feeling, um, as well as we take into consideration, as you said, the emotional intelligence of our workplace. So on that note, we're going to take a quick break. This is Leadership Development News. We're talking to Jamie Wolf, and we'll be right back, so don't go away. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better what do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately how do you delegate effectively how do you develop strong relationships across the organization emotional intelligence training coaching books and tools by dr nadler are available at his website www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066 Join G. Cobb in the house every week on the Voice America Sports Channel. This show takes you inside the world of sports from one who knows. Gary Cobb is an 11-year NFL veteran who has almost 20 years in sports radio and television. From the locker room to the clubhouse, we'll talk on the inside with the newsmakers on the sports scene. It's always exciting and full of energy. G. Cobb in the house with Gary Cobb and co-host Micah Warren is broadcast live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50 to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Dr. Greenberg, co-author of What Happy Companies Know and What Happy Women Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the happiness equals profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical training for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy herself is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group training, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch her at the Governor's Conference for Women Nationally and as spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America throughout 2009 for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results. To learn more about adding Kathy and Happy Company's healthy people to your team, visit Kathy at h2cleadership.com. That's h2cleadership.com. 
When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Drs. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions that you're just dying to ask, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're talking uh, to Jamie Wolf about how to be a top performer as a parent. And then during the break, uh, Jamie, we were just mentioning about is this just more to do, you know, for overworked moms, overworked dads, and now we're trying to, they have to be a great leader at home. Maybe you can kind of speak to that. Yeah, you know, a couple of things about that. One, I think we already are demonstrating leadership at home. So it's not like we need to learn from scratch. I think we need to... Um, recognize and acknowledge that parents are leaders, that we're already demonstrating leader, leadership when we um, model the kinds of um, values that we want to instill in our kids, for example. And the other thing is, um, you know, there's this whole um, movement, I think, the, the Bad Mother um, book by Ayelet Waldman, the slacker mom, that I think there's this backlash because we feel so much guilt to say, oh, okay, I'm just going to kick back and drink a martini. And it's all very funny, and I actually enjoy um, reading these books and blogs. But, you know, let's get back to the point here, which is if this truly is the job that matters most, and we realize we're going to have bitter regret if we don't get this one right, why not take the best strategies that we that are battle-tested in the workplace and translate them to the home front? You know, why not hone our skills? And why not climb a learning curve? You know, that's inspiring and motivating. When we're learning, I think we're feeling much more joyful and inspired than when we're, you know, kicking back and saying, oh, I don't need to really take this on, um, and, we're, and we're ineffective, and we are, in fact, feeling more guilt. That's fascinating to me because it's, it's one of those focuses that we, um, we really don't give enough attention to. I mean, we focus, we really focus on the negative, and it's funny that we don't focus on the, the humor um, that we can get from being, um, I don't know, kind of curmudgeons. <laughs> kind of a funny way to look at it. So what were the names of those blogs That's kind of, and the books? Just say that again. Well, you know, there's this very popular book. I think it's called The Bad Mother, and it's um, it's by Ayelet Waldman. And um, you know, I while I enjoy the humor of it, I just my caveat is that I think it's dangerous to um, not balance that kind of humor. It's okay to be a slacker. It's okay to make mistakes. Yes, it's it's great to make mistakes and get back on course. But we can't get back on course if we're not continually honing our skills just like we do in the workplace to be the best leaders we can be, to be the best parents we can be. But that does mean having an openness to learning about ourselves, to you know, continually growing from our mistakes and um, perfecting our skills and talking to other parents about you know, how do you deal with the homework battles and what do you do to help siblings resolve their conflicts. You know, these, these don't come automatically. It's not enough to just love our kids if we're really to do parenting um, with the utmost effectiveness. 
as you're talking, I'm thinking, really, maybe there have been over, what, 100, 100 and some books on leadership, right, since um, our beloved Warren Bennis started this, um, I want to say, this movement back in the 1950s. And I'm, I know we've had a lot more parenting books that have been written compared to leadership books, but it sounds like the best of our leadership is finally meeting the best of our qualities at home for parenting. I, I don't know, Jamie, if you have a comment on that, or Relly does. Uh, I certainly would. I mean, uh, and I, it is kind of one of these things I mentioned before that I realize I'm not doing at home what I'm uh, encouraging leaders to do at work. And every once in a while, that you know, that rings a bell. I go, you know, it's the same skills. But it's kind of a new awareness for me, but probably because my kids are getting, it's getting more challenging, that, that this crossover skill, Jamie, that you write about, that I realize I'm underutilizing at home. Yeah, I think at home, you know, A, I think we do feel on some level like, oh, it should just come automatically because, you know, these are, this is, if, if we're being too um, strategic it's kind of icky. You know, there's some ick factor to that, that um, we're going to start doing performance evaluations on our kids and strategic plans on our families. And, you know, that's not what this is about. But it is about doing what we do in the workplace, which is how, how can we be as respectful as possible to our colleagues, to our employees. And I think we sometimes forget that with our kids. We, you know, let ourselves kind of um, go to our worst uh, because it's hard and because we're emotional and because we're impatient because kids are, you know, they're not adults. They, they can try our patience. So, you know, here more than anywhere, I think, because it matters most and because it's so hard and so emotionally charged, we, we need to figure out how to um, put our best foot forward. And I think what, what I've noticed with my kids, and you can see it's working, it's not so much they never tell you it's working. It's it's almost like this silent fellowship. They are understanding it's going in, but you don't see it. It may come through another source. You know, they'll tell their friends or someone else, like you're saying about your book, Jamie. Mm-hmm. The other thing I see with our daughter, who's high in emotional intelligence, she can she can nail us in saying to my wife and I, you know, I don't like the tone of your voice right now. I'm wondering if you could find another way to say this. <laughs> That's great, but you know what? She's probably heard that from you. So exactly. She's modeling. That's great. But it kind of stops you in your tracks. <laughs> so, Jamie, as um, you know, we're coming uh, near the, the end of the show, but I really would like our listeners to stay in touch with you and get to know you. And um, what are some of the key things you'd like us to learn from you with the time that we have left? Well, I would love for um, for people to really think about these five areas of leadership and, and do some self-assessment and re- reflection, um, you know, which is around empowering, motivating, um, setting examples. What are your big picture goals? Just that question alone, I think, can create an aha moment. What do I really want um, in terms of success today, in terms of success for the next three months? I think talking to our co-parents about um, the kinds of um, – strategies that we want to employ. Um, Like my husband and I recently um, decided that um, we have this goal of figuring out how to foster a little more civility around the dinner table, um, a little more culture around the dinner table because our conversations were getting, um, 
I don't know, there just wasn't very much interest there, and then they were eating and running. So we decided that every Sunday we would have both of our kids pick out an article in the New York Times. Mm. Um, So, A, they get to read the New York Times and see that it's actually pretty interesting, even for kids, 10 and 14. And B, our conversations, we would, we would bring one article and talk about it at the dinner table. And our conversations were so, are so interesting now. And so they're seeing that there's some value in um, learning how to, the, the art of conversation was just a, a, a goal that my husband and I decided to take on just for, you know, the next month or two. That's fascinating. I was fortunate to hear Queen Latifah speak at a seminar a couple of years ago. And she said her, you know, her mother was a teacher. Her father was a police officer, and they actually did the same thing. They said, we don't care what newspaper you read. Find an article, and when we're together as a family, uh, we want you to tell us what you've learned today um, from reading something. So it doesn't matter um, what your background is. It doesn't matter, you know, where you are in life. That seems to be a great opportunity for parents. So, Jamie, thank you so much. We're talking to Jamie Wolf, Mom and Chief. It's been a terrific show, Jamie. Thanks for sharing, and we hope our listeners visit your website at Mom and Chief. And what's the other one? Uh, TheParentLeader.com. TheParentLeader.com. Thanks, Jamie. Thank Thank you. you, Jamie. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Drs. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you're leaving us today with some great ideas and inspiration from today's top leaders. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.